I know I spoke a lot today, but it's a lot. There's a lot to be said. And it's just flowing out of me, flowing, flowing, flowing out of me. It's so far beyond just this podcast. Seriously, when it comes to the things of God, when it comes to the move of God, it's such a purpose. Even though God may use me, you know, verbally to speak word from word in the atmosphere to encourage and inspire another. He used you the same way to inspire. But how you gifted, that's how you release. But it's still in the same way of love. It's so much going out here. And we have so many answers. It's no way God can have me to speak about one specific subject. It's overflowing. I'm not speaking for the multitude right now. Because I have something to say to you, to you, to you, to you, to you. And it's not for the spirit of God within me. Know how to release to you, to you, to you, to you. Know how to respond to you, to you, to you, to you. And to let you know, he already dealt with it. Regarding you, 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 everyone. And I know that my time is getting that high being here in this bedroom. Because it's coming out constantly. It's a constant. It's a constant. It's a constant of words to be released in the atmosphere. There are seniors. There are, you know, younger adults. Young adults, middle-aged adults, teenagers, children, babies, infants, pregnancies. Everybody can use a little something more good. Everybody can use. And how magnificent is it to be used? However, God has gifted you to. There are so many people out here doing what they don't want to do. And many of us do it because we're trying to please other people. But we're not the ones who's happy at the end of the day. Some people taking up family, family businesses due to it being passed down. Not even your passion, not even your calling, not even your assignment, but you're just thinking about the family legacy. And when you begin to do things you really want to do in your spare time, no one seems to care about your passion because they're more so concerned about your paycheck. Usually when it comes to a gift from God, the earth's realities are the opposite ways as to feel about the gifts of God. Because the first thing come to mind when you think about a gift from God, how are we going to survive or live off of this gift? And that's being in the way. And guess what? The reality of earth way of doing things is set up to be in the way. It's supposed to be in the way. Because they don't even know the right thing to do. They don't even know the right way. It's set up to fail. The world's way is not set up to prosper. You have to make a stand. Take a stand by making a stand. 
make a decision to continue to stand and never fall again when it comes to what you believe in. Even if it calls you to respectfully speak up for yourself and not allow anyone to tell you what you're going to do and how you're going to get it done. When you know in your heart you want to do something different. Seriously. So many kids are traumatized because their parents forcing them to play a sports that they don't even care about. Because you're so focused on their future that you're damaging them right now in the present. Won't be any future. Because they already pressure. We're not supposed to care about the things of life. Kids learn through playing. Grow through experiencing through playing. Kids. Not being told this, that, forced. To not enjoy playing and learning to continue to grow. I went to a kid's football game and God had me to go there. They were all under the age of six. And the mothers, I couldn't believe, and also the fathers, they were grabbing them by the helmets and throwing them down. Go out there and win. Five, four, and three. One little boy cried, Daddy, please don't send me out there. I'm scared. I don't want to play a violent sport. Father never took the time to ask, Son, what do you like? No, son, you're going to do this. My father wasn't there. His father wasn't there. Ain't nobody helped me play no sport. You don't even know what your child want to do. Because you never take the time to ask. And you wonder why kids grow up today the way they are. It's because a family is in a home. Does not mean that's a family. It's because a mother and father is present. It's because you've been a provider naturally. It doesn't mean the child is happy. And that goes for all of us. And we have encounters to testify about moments like that in the home. I'd rather have a mother or a single father in the home who care about my life and what I love to do versus having two parents and a siblings out the wall in a home and no one cares about what I like. Forced to do things every day, a lot of people. Forced to do things they don't want to do. And they love them so much that they don't want to speak up and tell them what they don't want to do anymore. And some people know you're not happy, but they don't care about your happiness because they're selfish. But you cannot allow no one to stop all over you, take advantage of you. You must take and make a stand. It's about your life and your happiness. You only get one chance in this earth the way you are, right the way you are, right now. So why not make it count? Why not make it count? People got on me all the time because my son is very solid. He's slimming up a lot that he's getting older, but he was very solid as a kid. And he had so many coaches come to me. I went with my team. One of my team, son, is this what you want to do? No. 
You want to do this? No. Well, let me know when you're ready to know what you want to do. I'm supporting you. But until then, enjoy doing what you like till you figure it out. Because you're still a child. And I'm not going to have my child under no pressure. Because I'm going to support you no matter what you like or love to do. No one should walk around feeling deserted or neglected or pressured. Some people are working while the others sitting at home doing nothing. That's not fair. And I mean at home doing nothing. You come home from a busy day of work, you got to come home and still cook and clean? Why are you sitting at home? And that's for any type of sex, female or male. It's all wrong. Doing things to please other people in all kinds of ways as God doesn't see. As if he doesn't see it. So many people are still doing good deeds. It doesn't mean that they're not going through anything on the inside. Disrespect is disrespect. God don't want you to pretend. I thank God that it's getting to the place. We are in a place, in a point of our lives and our walk where we could be honest with one another. Feel more comfortable to open up around one another. And we don't do that because of what? Feeling that we're going to be condemned or talked about? It doesn't even matter. No one should have to go to this state or that state or that country to feel more supported in their own, than their own homeland. No one should. I never heard Christ's name be mentioned so much this year and this season as I ever did before my entire life. That means the word is being preached. So all of you who are being used, great job. You out there singing, great job. You out there giving a prophecy, a dance, a portrait, great job. But it's more to be done because his name will be exalted amongst the earth, amongst the land. Everyone going to worship because everyone will receive the truth. Therefore, everyone will be aware that they have been set free. You understand? The gospel is being preached so much more. It's not so many restrictions as it was before. If you sit back and observe, you'll be able to allow God to show you how it's being moved, how it's being demonstrated, what the operation is going on so far, you know, with everything, excuse my words, I'm just, you know, enjoying being free, basically. I just thank God for just talking the way he does. It don't matter if God said, get on here eight times. I'm going to get on here eight times. You want me to get on two more? It's so much more than just this. And it goes far beyond just this. I understand. Great job. 
for being used to be a blessing. The message is traveling and it's traveling fast. So be glad that Christ is in you doing the work through you. Great job. Great job. God say, where do you want to go today? I have no idea. My son's leaving for the weekend. I was about to say, no, stay home. Then I was like, no, you tripping. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll get over it. See you, you know, Sunday. And matter of fact, Monday is a holiday. No school Monday. Just to do something good. Whether it's going somewhere to intercede. I go to the harbor sometimes by the rocks where the water is. The thing is, I'm a little cautious because I can feel when someone's behind me. You know what it's like when somebody's standing there. And when people see you, you know, sometimes I don't care about who's watching. And by them seeing someone, you know, worship like that. It causes people sometimes to stand around and walk back and forth to be nosy to see what's going on. And when they realize what's happening, you know, what can you say about it? What I'm doing is a good thing. I'd rather be known for being bold to do a good thing than a bad thing. Attitudes nasty for what? Being impatient for what? We all in this together, man. We all here for one another. It's amazing how God can use a woman as, you know, referring to myself and cause so much great change by having me open up the way I do. Take someone who don't even say much to anybody and say, go over there and speak a message to them all. It wasn't always that easy. And it's still not. But it's so worth it at the end due to your obedience to see someone else feel inspired and encouraged. What's more important, them being encouraged or me being afraid and walk away, wishing I wasn't? God going to tell you what to do, what not to do. And just because it seemed like a good thing to do, doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. God not going to tell you, it may seem right to give, 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 give. And I mean your money out to people who seems, you know, be less fortunate. But God will tell you, if you listen, how to give. It's not always about finances. He may not even say open up the doors for someone in your family to come and be in your home. He's not going to set you up to fall. He knows a distraction before you know a distraction. He knows a stronghold. He is responsible to make sure what you say come to pass. And guess how you know it's guaranteed to come to pass? Because what you're saying, he already said. And this word still remains the same. Now, if you say something differently, then you're going to get a different result. But if you say what he says regarding anything, you see his results. I feel so inspired to go out right now and speak in front of people, just gathering them up. Come on, come, 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 come. 
It's okay to carry a Bible, but you don't need it. I've never, God never tell me to grab mine. We are the living word. It's okay if you choose to bring it. But don't let that be the reason why you're not going to open your mouth because you don't have it with you. God has taken us somewhere. And I see me going higher. And I see me going higher fast. Very fast. And I must slow down my words when I talk. Because sometimes I get highly excited and my words stumble over each other. But the purpose is still have a passion to do so. I won't be quiet. I won't sit down. I won't shut up because I want to help. I wouldn't feel right not knowing how you feel. People walk around every day with the issues of life on their back and I can't walk around free and watch that. I'm happy and you're not. You understand? The same answers I have are the same answers you need and you need and you need. We all need. And I say, Father, many people was... If you don't feel supported, so what? You'll be glad that you're doing something that you enjoy doing. But continue to pray as you're doing it. Everybody not going to agree with what God may ask you to do. A lot of people, a lot of people, my family didn't. Especially when it came to my mission trips. Did your church send you? No. Who sent you? God. Who go with you? Just me. The entire kingdom. No one physically, no. Don't go. You may not come back. Don't get up on the train and preach. You might get hurt. Don't go on the byways, the highways. You may get hurt. Why are you even doing what you're doing? I had people ask me that. Why are you doing this? Because I care. I care about Father's message. Because it's true. Because I am the message. And so are you. And I'm not going to be quiet. It don't matter what God has us to do. It must get done. And I thank Him for using us to do it. If I didn't listen, if I listened and didn't do what God asked, and because I'm listening to everybody's suggestions about how I should do it, or whether I should do it or not, I had over seven scholarships in high school. And my family was so upset. I can testify this now because they're not anymore. They understand. It happens. They didn't understand. All they saw was like, you passed up great opportunities. What are you doing here? Stop that. I said, God, should I go to school? No. That's not everybody's testimony. That's why it's so important in relationship with God yourself. Don't say, because I eat said me. No, that means no to you. You understand? He said, no. And I sat there and I meditated. Had every one family member voice in my head. 
Go, go, go to school. Go, go, go. Further your education. Further, further, further. It's been further, but not there. <laughs> you understand? I made a decision. I had a teacher. I had no idea in high school. A guidance counselor. She, you know, I don't, we had, I had, just give me get it out. That's what I'm talking about. Slowing down. Overexcited, right? God. <laughs> she does. Oh, Father. Okay. But seriously, they, she submitted my classroom picture, high school senior picture, to the Merlin Co-Ad beauty pageant. And all of a sudden, I got this blue ribbon. That's the highest, in, for, you know, for PG County. And they gave it to me. I was 17. And it came in the mail, a ribbon and, you know, tickets and invitation. And they said, number one finalist. I went past all of the steps to take to get to be number one finalist. And they just saw my picture and had me as the number one finalist. That may have a speech and you'd be even considered to be me or whoever's the, run, the run, runner up. It wasn't no skit. It wasn't no going out there to market yourself, going out there to do all these, you know, sponsorships and all that. No. They passed me through all that. Saw the picture, saw the grades, saw the grades. That's what it was, the grades, along with the picture. God said no. Turned it down. And they they were pissed about that. Why you keep doing dumb stuff? God, you could be our meal ticket up out of here. I'm like, that's not, you know, no. Jesus. So you mean tell me you just want to go around and, and preach? Yeah, that's what I love. Oh, come on now. And they even called up people. And I was a little, you know, my feelings were hurt. She want to preach. Can you believe this? You can still preach and go to college. You can still preach and go to the pageant. Turn up all these opportunities like this. What's wrong with you? Are you a member in this family? I'm like, geez, they don't understand. Still kept preaching. Didn't care what they said. But it, it kind of, you know, sometimes I did. Because some of them got a little bit, you know, so they was getting under the skin with me. I was like, you know, you better shut up. You know what I'm saying? You better shut up. Okay, who you are? You better shut up. Shut up. God. <laughs> Leave me alone and shut up. I never told no one to shut up before. Never. It feel good to say that. Shut up. It's like, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. No, seriously, guys, seriously. I never said shut up before. Because, you know, I've been teaching since, you know, I was 16. Starting after Karen, you know, elementary school age kids. After school program. And I always was told, you know, throughout my trainings and certifications, is be quiet. You understand? You don't say shut up. It's rude. That feel good is to shut up. God. I'm just kidding. God said, you better not shut up. Keep opening your mouth. Keep on releasing the word. Seriously. Kids right now being pressured. Teenagers, everything. And guess what's going on right now? A lot of parents don't want to be bothered. And we got to remember. Way in the house. And I was just like, you know, a lot of parents don't want to be bothered. I don't feel like doing this with you. 
I don't feel like that. Go ahead in the room. Go ahead outside. You want money? I don't care. Here, just get out my face. And kids finding other people, you know, out there in the world to have relationships with. They have a void. And the void is the parentship. You know, the parent, parenting. Parent partnerships are very important. Hallelujah. Never have your kids to feel like they have to do something they don't want to do. And what I mean by that, when it comes to them being forced to do something they don't want to do, regarding what they like, their passion, I'm not talking about discipline-wise. I'm talking when it comes to something they like, their personality. Kids don't even have chores that much anymore. I see kids getting allowances without even doing anything in the home. No discipline, but you're still getting an allowance. Mothers and fathers coming home doing what a, a teenager should have done. They've been home hours before you and they just sitting there in front of a TV that you're paying the cable for and giving them money to go to the stores and the malls every day. They don't even do their homework. And then you got kids who want to do things good, want to help the parents, want to be in the front of the parents, want to love the parents. And the parents don't want to be around them. Some parents have kids feel like they just not wanted here. Trust me, I see it every day. I'm just not good enough. Miss Quanisha, Miss Quanisha. See kids that I had when I was 16, they're in their 20s now. Miss Quanisha. How are you? Can we go with you? Because you taught us we could be anything we want to be. And when we want to be, we can't because we're forced to be something that we're not. Where do you hear such a thing? My mom or my dad or my mom and my dad or my grandma, my grandfather or my sister and brother. Somebody. It's so important to be used. I said to God, I never forget. God, send me somewhere right now to help someone life. Right now, if it's urgent, send me somewhere right now. A right now blessing, a right now miracle for someone, right now in distress. On the bus, ministering. Soon as I rode past, bam, someone on the ground. Wow. Being surrounded by. She OD'd off heroin. I said, not today, not on my watch. The drug dealers looked at me like, who the heck is she? <laughs> like, hold up. Who is she? Talking about not on my watch. And guess what, though? She got up. She got up. One guy off of K2 in the middle of the street. Bus come out of nowhere. And here I go, bam, real fast across the street and pushed him out the way. All he could do is look up like, who are you? Who are you? 
he could barely stand, but you know, he was wobbling, looking like, who are you? He was talking to God because it was God that did it. It wasn't me. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Do I become nervous sometimes? Of course I do, guys. Because God takes me out of my comfort zone the same way he do you. You think it's easy to go in front of a crowd of people who don't want to hear what you probably have to say? But I care about them so much that I don't care if they feel that way or not. You're still going to hear that I care. Come on. Father, I love you. care about the money I don't care about the money I never did and that really had me different from my family even as a little girl never cared about that he was like oh yeah you different you different alright don't care about that Your vacation trip to you is me going out there to help somebody. That's my vacation. The same thrill you get, the same thrill I get. But mine is everlasting. Because mine is about someone else and not about myself all the time. And it's okay to go on a vacation. But your life is not based upon what you want to do all the time. And why would you not want to be used to do what you like and what you're called to do? There are many people thinking that their gifts are not significant enough. I'm not going to, I'm going to take care of the bills and I like to, you know, draw. Oh, I like to, you know, play soccer. That's your passion, soccer? You know how far God will take you with that? Seriously. I like to swim. You know how far God, that's your passion? Is that what God's saying to you? And, you, and they show up out it. Yes, that's what I love to do. Then do it. What's stopping you? You don't think you're good enough? You don't think you can? Venus and Serena grew up in California in the ghetto. Their father used to let them go to the rec center to play tennis. And there were so many crimes, so many shootouts that they had to stop going there. They actually tore it down. So he took them on another part of town and had them play where they were noticed. Tell me that's not God's doing. Now it wasn't God's plan to have shootouts. But it was God motivating the father. Don't you give up your daughter's gift because of what's going on in the environment. Take them somewhere where they can play. And when God let him take his daughters to play, that's where they got noticed. And look at them now. Look at them now. You think God can't do that for you and your giftings? That's tennis. And what do you like to do? Come on. You have to see yourself better than you see yourself. See yourself as the best you can see yourself. To the highest of high. As a matter of fact, with no limit. See yourself succeeding with no limit. Going all the way. And there is no top. Because there's no limit. Just going further and further. You understand? 
Even if it's in music. Even if it's in music. I made a rap song. And I don't know all the steps to the music and all that. How you, you know, get it done. And God just told me, just like that, go to Atlantic Records. In New York. Just like that. Myth, uh, myth, didn't have to go through all the steps everybody usually take. This was, you know, a year ago. And God said to me, you planted the seed, not yet. They love the style. They love the words. They love the fire. They even love the sound. And they asked me, do you make beats? No, I don't. You wrote this song? I do. I did. And I do have others. They were asking me questions I didn't know. I was like, I don't know. All I know is I just do this. I like doing this. You understand? Here I am with this. Just like that. I didn't have no notebook with me to, to sell myself. No autobiography like they say, 150, you know, page. I don't, I don't have them. I just have this. Listen to this. Because of the confidence I have in myself. I'm going there and you're going to listen. Because I have something that you want to hear. Because I have something I want to say. <laughs> just like that. You can't go anywhere being, you know, with low self-esteem, insecure. That's why God deal with you in your walk personally. Getting everything up out of you to place more things inside of you so you can go and be successful. How can you go anywhere even to a job interview to get that business or that company if you don't have the confidence that you can have it? Seriously. And they say, we like your style. Stay in touch. And I never stayed in touch. I didn't. God said, not yet. Because honestly, guys, I thought I was just, you know, I, I rap. That's what I do. I rap in freestyle. You know, and I stopped doing it the world way and did it God's way. But it wasn't even the world's way, actually. It was just how I feel. God said, right there, how you feel? Some, it was some cussing in the beginning. You know, it was. It was some cuss words, a lot of them. It's God said, right there, how you feel? Started out with a cuss word. Okay. And God began to transform how I feel. And just change the words that I speak. And it was for me feeling negative to positive. You understand? It's not that I, I threw away the opportunity. They might thought I did. No, I didn't. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. But God was doing something. Because I only had my eyes open on doing rapping in the music industry. And that's not all God wanted me to do. I wouldn't have been going out releasing this word, you know. I'm thinking I'm releasing it through rap. God said, no, you're going to be opening up your mouth and just go ahead and go forth. <laughs> you understand? It's how he wanted done. And how, you, and how he actually wanted done is how you wanted to be done. Because he knows what's best. I'm so glad that I'm not in the music industry at that time. I wasn't strong enough. I wasn't even planted. Who knows what would have happened? God knows. And that's not his plan. Therefore, not yet. You understand? And honestly, I don't even really care about it like I used to. 
I really don't because I was like press. You understand? You <laughs> rap a lot. You understand? Couldn't tell me nothing. Everything I did was a freestyle. And my, my little crew, they, you know, they sized me up with my hype men, hype women. You understand? And this is amazing because people can look at me and be like, you don't rap. And I bust out with a freestyle. It's like, whoa. And some people want to battle me. I don't like battling. I'm more of a, you know, I write down. I don't freestyle that good because, you know, the words got to come fast. And sometimes they don't come that fast. And they got to rhyme. You know what I'm saying? You got to make sure it sound good. And a lot of guys wanted to battle me. I don't know why it's up with this ego thing with the rapping thing. I don't know. I don't do it just to, you know, to win. I do it just because I love doing it. It's fun. Somebody always want a challenge. So I, sometimes, honestly, and back in the day when I was drinking, you know, I, I, I went through the challenge, all right? Because they was talking to my flesh, and my flesh, you know, wanted to, you know, entertain. And I won every battle. And some of them got mad. One dude even got mad. Like he wanted to fight me. He wanted to fight me. Drew out a weapon because I won and you lost? They was like, oh, man, what's up with that, though? I'm like, what's up with that? You lost, you lost. I don't want no money. Just don't try to challenge me. You know, things like that. Just give you examples, guys. The reason why things that, that you desire may not happen as you want them to because God knows what's best for you. He's not going to have you move too fast and set you up to fall. Become very firmly planted where you can never be moved. You know how many gospel artists that hung trance, you know, went back the old way? Went from transformation to back to, you know, doing things they used to do it. Saying things they used to say. Not giving God no glory. You know how many people, God, you know, who, who go out and get that business that God was like, you know, not yet. It's coming, it's coming. They go make it happen themselves. Or even get a blessing to get a business. They stop giving God the glory on their praise. But the point of the message right now, guys, is, oh, God, I feel the change. I feel the people. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm so passionate, guys, about this. I don't want to get around a, a crowd of people and cry. But I might. I might. Especially, guys. I used to say, God, I want so many brothers. Just to love on so many brothers, so many sisters. Heaven, the heart of God, my God. Jesus, I used to get so angry at myself. Why can't you get mad? Why can't you get angry? Why can't you cuss nobody back out? Why do you keep sitting and let them talk to you that way? Because I don't operate in offense. I used to get so mad at myself. Why didn't you say nothing back? Because I don't operate in offense. Because I love. Jesus. Not say that happened every time. And not every time. <laughs> Let me correct that. Make sure I correct everything. You understand? Jesus. <laughs> My God. But somebody come out, out the Woolworth out of nowhere. Remember that time? You understand? You gotta be God. You understand somebody always say things like that, yeah? Always got to refresh your memory, you understand? <laughs> and don't have no problem with it either, you understand? 
I just thank God that everyone has something great to say about me and whoever ever encountered me. No one has nothing negative to say because I went to God about it. Who can I go to that I've done something that I can make it right? And I, when I asked God that, y'all, man, I was writing to all kinds of people. I was like, dang, what? What, 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 what I do to them? They did all that to me. But you was offended by it. So forgive them and forgive yourself. One girl, guys, I was like, God, I was like, God, I don't know about this one. I don't know about this one. About because it was a young girl. Honestly, guys, I always wanted to be like, she was like five years older than me. To me, she was like the beautifulest woman in the world. I was like, I want to be like her. I want to look like her. I want to dance like her. She was always like, wow. I was always like quiet, you know, a good girl. And she was not a bad girl, but she like did more street things. And I didn't do things like that. Like she was smoking and drinking and we were very young. You know, I was like 13 and she was like, you know, like 16, like 17. And she's going to go, go. So I'm like, can I go? I just tag along with them all the time. But I was the young one. No one want to take around with the young one. But I didn't want to do those things. But I did them just to impress her. Or I tried to impress her all the time. And every time I tried to impress her, it was never good enough. And she had to drink beer. And I didn't have money to get no beer. So I'd go to the store and steal 40 ounces of St. Ives. So to impress her. And she didn't never, she had take it but didn't care. And so I was like, what, what can I do to get her to like me? She don't like me. And one time a uh, fight broke out, broke out. And she said something really mean to me. Hurt my feelings. And I said to myself, if I ever see her again, she gonna get it. She gonna get it. All that she used to make me do, just to be her, just to be a friend, and she never, you know, was a friend. She was just using me. And God waited all that time. Oh God, I was like, what, thirty when I seen her again after thirteen, and she's on the bus. And I was like, wow. And I was happy to be preaching on the bus. <laughs> and I looked up and seen her. And she appeared to still look the same. But not as beautiful. Forgive me. Yes, yeah, she's still beautiful. Still beautiful. You know, but she looked no different. I, I, I put it like this. I was like, I don't see why. I, you know, I was thinking the way I was thinking. <laughs> How can I ever think someone more beautiful than me? No one's supposed to feel that way about themselves. Never because they don't want to be better than you. Look better than you. No. So I, I got a reality check quick. Oh, no. Nah, what was I thinking? Oh, God. girl, you tripping. And all of a sudden, I looked at her. I ain't said nothing that time. I'm going to be real. I, I could have made up something to y'all. Y'all listening, but I ain't making up nothing. You know, I could have said, I, you know, I apologize. No, I didn't. I didn't. I did not, y'all. I did apologize the first time, nor the second time. But I did the third time. I did. And I was honest with her. I said, all those times, I wanted to be just like you. I wanted to look like you, act like you, talk like you, dance like you. All those beers I took, all those things I did. And she said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said, guess what? Thank you. Because you actually saved my life. Thank you. I'm sorry too. And we're actually good friends to this day. We ain't best friends. You know what I mean? We fine. We all right. We, we okay. We okay. We in there, Father. We in there. We in there. We in there. They know I call you every day and be like, hey. Because sometimes God just have you, you know, you know, change the situation around for the better and keep it moving. You know? It's one of those situations. I kept it moving after we did that. And you know, we hanging out that night and all that. No, we ain't doing none of that. You understand? Thank God for that. 
But when you think about, you know, forgiveness, what's more important? The reward that comes along with it or just sitting there being upset in the flesh and nothing gets changed, nothing gets done. You're still sitting there. People are upset with their siblings or family members for years. You love mama more than I did. You took care of mama. You ain't mama love you more than she loved me. And you love cousin more than cousin love me. And cousins fighting. Come on. They just try to compare my life with other family members all the time. Look at you. Keep you turning down all this blessings. College education and beauty pageants. And I even had to, um, I, I even had this, uh, what you call it, do a, a song at the uh, New York Festival. That was like years ago. I was like 18. I stood them up. Stood them up. Because God said no. And I was too nervous to call them back and, you know, renege. And my name is already on the program in New York. I was like, nope. I'm not calling them to say nothing. They was like, you're such a disappointment to the family. You keep messing up. But you're such a good person. I said, I'm not messing up. This is not what I want to do. My father, my grandfather, my, my grandfather, my father, my aunts, uncles, they all had their own businesses. My grandfather passed down one. That's not what I want to do, granddad. I can help support you on my spare time, but that's not what I'm going to do. I always had it in my heart. No one's going to make me do anything I don't want to do. Not doing that. I don't care about the restaurant business, dad, or granddad. You go ahead and make your own meatloaf and waffles, your own chicken and waffles, I'm trying to tell you. I don't want that. I'm not doing that. You know? Even when they had a pest control company, I'm not definitely doing that one. <laughs> I don't even like bugs. I definitely ain't going to nobody's house to get rid of any. Come on. He has so many, you know, businesses. You know? Nope, don't want to do that. I thank God that everyone has their business. They're doing their own thing how they want to do it. And I had some family members that had their own business. I mean, businesses like buildings and businesses. And then they stopped. Now they're doing them out their own. Big, they got bigger homes and doing it out their home. And people come to their home. Got their clientele like that. They say, they, they say it's better that way. It's better to do it out your home. You know? I said, okay. I support you understand? We can always support, guys. But don't let no one force you to do something that you don't want to do. Just because it seems like a right thing to do doesn't mean, I mean, it seems like a good thing to do don't mean it's the right thing to do. God's not going to have you just passing out money and open up your doors to anybody. He's not going to do that. And I'm not going to sit here and have you thinking that. It's a good deed, but it may not be the right choice or the right decision to make. So I'm supposed to seek God in everything. Because honestly, I can vouch for that. I let someone in my home before. And they terrorized my home. Stealing things out of my home. And had no intentions to even pray or give God their life. They just saw a free, freebie and used the love of God in me to take advantage of that for me not to tell them no. Because I thought it was not okay not to say no. Always say yes, that's what God wants. No, God even say no. If it's not in his will, no. You understand? 
I was like, nah, I can't do this one. You can't do this one. Some people come in your home and try to take over your home. They have you move out your own home. We're not doing that one. I must be wise about everything I do. Regarding any and everything. Now I will be used by God to help people have a better opportunity to have housing. And I will have some restrictions. I will have some restrictions. Because God's not going to hire me to have people in places and they taking advantage and, and trashing them. and doing, No, that's not going to happen. You don't meet the requirements, you got to go. Now, how much do you want to place over, a, a roof over your head? And to help you get better at doing what you want to do. Having talking sessions. Prayer sessions. Soaking sessions. What do you want to do? What's your passion? If you don't know, you will find out being with me. Trust me. I know you'll feel the same way. Somebody be with you. And everything I just said about what I was going to do, I, I had no idea I was even going to say that. God just said that through me. What's up with that? You snuck that in there. What's that about? <laughs> being under me. I'm trying to tell you. I don't ask God no more about how I'm going to get done. It don't matter. How are you going to use me to just sneak that one out, though? You know what I want you, you, know what I want you to sneak out? You know what I want you to sneak out? See? God. Jesus, help me, Lord. But no, seriously, I love God so much. I love God. You love God. We love God. Love Jesus. Holy Spirit. We love each other. Continue to have a heart to care about people. For who they are, not for what they do. People out there crying right now. And someone sitting right now because they disappoint their father good father and son relationship I can feel and he's sitting there crying because he has to make a decision over the father's business that he don't want the father trying to pass it down to him and he want to do something different and the father say no I took care of you all your life now it's time for you to take care of me and what I say by doing what I say do we're not doing that because the parents going to see that that's not helping the child. That's hurting the child. And no parent desire to hurt their child. They just being selfish. You understand? I come against selfishness right now. Hallelujah. Father, you keep saying go somewhere today. I don't know where to go. <laughs> I don't know where. The harbor. I'm not getting on that first wheel. That's not happening. <laughs> That's not happening. No. Mm -mm. God said just enjoy life That's what I want you to do That's what I'm putting in your heart Not to really go nowhere but no specifically Just to have it in your heart to enjoy life Go out and enjoy life Enjoy life Because I am so proud of you God said that to every single one of us we're allowing God to be used through us. And the gospel is, you know, it's been passed. It's been passed, 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 passed. It's traveling. The word is traveling fast. It's because your ministry, I'm trying to tell you. For those of you who sing, 
And one time I went and saw this, a service online and I was like over 700 views and all you saw yourself was just being used by God to sing a song? 700 and some people heard that? And they talking about it? That 700 just multiplied times multiplied. Jesus, I'm trying to tell you. God. Whatever seems small, I'm trying to tell you, that's where it's really big. Seriously. And things that seem big are really small. It may seem it's impossible to get that house. It may seem impossible to get anything that's bigger than that you may think that's big. But it's actually small. Because all you need is one word. <laughs> God. And it's yours. You understand? I mean, as a possession, like, immediately. Jesus. I just saw a woman ride past. I don't understand how they can see in here, you know, but I don't know. She just looked me right in my eyes. And I just saw a lot what I just saw in her eyes. We are sisters. We don't compete with each other. And I'm going to tell you what caused a lot of insecurity in women today. It's because of them trying to please and keep a man. And men have you thinking you're not good enough. You're not shaped right. Your hair not right. Your skin tone not right. So the world gave a, a model and has as to how you're supposed to look. And I'm going to tell you guys something. It may appear to look good with these surgeries. And I'm not against them. If that's what you want to do. But make sure that's what you want to do because they are permanent and very risky. You want a flat stomach, then do what you got to do naturally. Why be, let me be quiet. That's my opinion. You know, some, one of y'all on here might got, you know, got that. It's all good. You know what you got? You got that? Oh, all right. <laughs> but I'm just saying though. So many stories came to me about sisters who went home prematurely because they wanted to get a bigger bottom and got the wrong things injected in their bottom. Some didn't even make it out to surgery. I knew someone who went to go get a tummy tuck and wind up not even knowing that the doctor was a dentist. He lied. And we found out because she almost died on the job. She bled inside. Skin turned black and she's light brown. Her stomach was rotting it on the inside and she wasn't even aware. So she began to get real bad pains. Her intestines were rottening. They said, if you didn't make it here within a couple of hours, you would not be standing here. Who did this procedure on you? And when she gave the name, they looked it up. He's a dentist. Jesus. Some women of mine, sisters of mine, get their ribs taken out for a smaller waist. I said, you mean to tell me you get them, you got them breaking and cutting your ribs out for a small waist? So when you be grab, when someone grab you, they don't feel nothing. They oh God. You're not doing that for you. You're doing that because the image that the man has for you to look so you can keep a man. But even when you got that shape, you still don't keep the man because somebody else gonna have the same shape or shape may even be better than the one you think you got. 
You're never going to be good enough trying to impress someone naturally. Be yourself. You understand? Go for the men too. I had no idea the men do the half the things they be doing, but they don't be trying to say everything they do. The ones who do it. Jesus. My God. You understand? For what? To keep a person? Walking around and feeling insecure. You see a beautiful woman walking down the street or a nice looking man walking down the street and you feel jealous when you're with somebody. Like they're going to take them from you. Why you got to feel like that? And if someone helps you to feel that way, then guess what? You shouldn't even be with them. You shouldn't even be with them. Point blank. Because they wouldn't want to be with nobody make them feel that way. And obviously you must don't because they're doing it to you. No one should be in a relationship with anybody and you can't even express your emotions like that. You're afraid to because you're afraid that they're going to take advantage. And some people, they express their feelings and emotions and be taken advantage of. Then you're doing another job that not even getting paid to do. Going through phones and creating other pages and looking at stuff and following people and calling around looking for people. Come on. Stressing yourself out for what? No, don't do that. Greater is he. Wow, 57 minutes. Jesus. I don't even know what to say after this. <laughs> God, however you want to use me, Father. Greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. Have the attitude that you care. Care for all. Care. Care so much that you can do something about it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I love the testimony of our former president, Barack and Michelle. She tutored him. She tutored him. From the rough part of Chicago, she from the not so rough part, but she saw something in him. She wasn't looking for no money, for no fancy anything. She saw a great man. And he saw a beautiful woman. Very intelligent, very smart, very ladylike. And he wanted to do things for the community. He started inviting her to, you know, community meetings and things to do things about it. And she began to teach him about politics. Taught him just about, just about everything he know. Along with his education that he went to go further. She never would have thought she would be married to the first black president of the United States of America. Hallelujah. You love somebody for them and not for what you think they're able to do for you. That's a whole nother subject. Love them for them. Don't be with nobody for their materials. Because without that, then what? You don't disregard no one because they don't have materials. How about you seek God regarding anything and everything? So you won't even have to be in that situation at all, period. Greater is He who's in us than He who's in the world. I love you.